0: Welcome to the Creative Influencer Podcast, where we chat about living as the most epic version of yourself, being an entrepreneur, personal development goals, mom hustle, and starting a life as a new single boss babe. Life is way too short, guys, to sweat the small stuff, and living your life as the most intentional and exceptional version of yourself is the only way to achieve your dreams, I'm your girl, Amanda, entrepreneur and goal-obsessed hustler in personal development, business, and fitness. So if that is your vibe too, we are going to be besties. I freaking love this stuff, guys. I love sharing my goals, my new ideas, my business successes, and failures to help you achieve the goals that you want as a high achiever. My growth is the reason I started this podcast, because I'm just like anyone else, and sometimes I didn't believe enough in what I could truly accomplish in life. So let's dive into this episode, grab a notepad, some pens, and your heart and your mind to fill with some really, really good stuff. Let's go. Welcome to the Creative Influencer Podcast, where we chat about living as the most epic version of yourself, being an entrepreneur, personal development goals, mom hustle, and starting a life as a new single boss babe. Life is way too short, guys, to sweat the small stuff, and living your life as the most intentional and exceptional version of yourself is the only way to achieve your dreams, I'm your girl, Amanda, entrepreneur and goal-obsessed hustler in personal development, business, and fitness. So if that is your vibe too, we are going to be besties. I freaking love this stuff, guys. I love sharing my goals, my new ideas, my business successes, and failures to help you achieve the goals that you want as a high achiever. My growth is the reason I started this podcast because I'm just like anyone else. And sometimes I didn't believe enough in what I could truly accomplish in life. So let's dive into this episode. Grab a notepad, some pens, and your heart and your mind to fill with some really, really good stuff. Let's go. guys and welcome back to the creative influencer podcast where we talk about all kinds of really good stuff but in particular this episode number 67 we are talking today about love languages now if you guys have not checked out or done your love language quiz It's definitely worth the go on and find it on the website. So I'm actually going to post it in the notes to this podcast. So if you click back to the actual description of the podcast, you'll see the link to the love language quiz, which is by Dr. Carrie Chapman. So we're going to dive into that a little bit later, but just wanted to celebrate with you guys because it's February. And for all of my little love bugs that are out there, I think that January has just came in and left us so freaking quick. So what a month. Oh my gosh. January was amazing. What a whirlwind. And honestly, 2023 has been such a great start to such a big year for myself and I am here for it. I set some really, really big goals this year, and now that we're already one month down, I am in go mode. No excuses, no more delays, no more than just honestly 100% every single day. And yes, most of these days, I feel like probably doing about 50%. I don't care, even if it hurts, breaks me or whatever, I'm totally going all in this year. Now, I know a lot of you have been listening and asking lots of questions about what my bathroom mirror looks like, because I have a lot of motivational stuff that's on there. And um, I, every year... Probably like a couple of days prior to the end of the year, I set about going through like all of these different lists for like goals and targets that I want to hit. So, whether that be like personal or there's certain fitness things that I want to try to achieve or business stuff, like there are different categories. And I definitely try to have all of this sort of set out and have done it with like such great intention. So, I've got lots of podcasts that are on manifestations and like just general goal settings. And I think it's so critical. And especially now that I think that we're sitting here, it's like one month in and sometimes those goals like start to sort of fall by the wayside because I I feel that like it's 30 days. It typically takes that amount of time to create a habit. It gets really hard after the first week because as you know, you know, your new gym swag and all of that stuff. Um, it's like, you know, I think that it's, it's, it's really hard. Like, it's really easy to set these goals. It's really hard to stay on track with them. And for me, like, I feel like my career, my life and my fitness, they're all in the bank. And I have some really clear manifestations, my morning mirror, like all my high fives. I've been trying to post all of this stuff for you guys. But for those of us who need some relationship help, where are my people in the back in regards to that? So I talk a lot about, about this, but if I'm being honest and let's dial back for my dish on my dirt. Um, but I got married when I was pretty young, I think, especially compared to like some, you know, people for today, I was, I think I was around, I was around 23 when I met my ex and I was around 25 when I got married. And by the time I also had three kids in like four years. So by the time I was like, in my 30s, I was a seasoned pro as a mom. And as a wife, I had a beautiful house, I had a beautiful life, I had gorgeous little kids. And I felt like I would be with my ex, I think until we were honestly, I felt like it would be like a forever thing. And we were going to check ourselves into the retirement home and just, you know, live our life blissfully. And it would just be complete. And then that all changed. So about, I would say two years ago, 18 months ago, um, a relationship of, it was a long time. It was probably like 16 years, um, ended and I had to rebuild my life and my life consists of, you know, obviously I'm pretty, you know, entangled with work and stuff. And we were not in business together, but we definitely had, there was crossovers in some of our personal and business stuff. So that made it difficult to sort of navigate through like those waters. And I, why I'm sharing this is because I think it's really, really important for people to understand, you know, where, where everybody is at. I think it's 100% natural to go through separation and to go through divorce. And I think that you can definitely do that, you know, as, I don't know, as professional as you can. Um, I think that so many people, I think we should do definitely do a podcast on like living life after divorce and living life after separation. And it doesn't even have to be divorce. But like, I feel like when you come out of like a really long relationship, especially if you had this intention that the relationship was going to be at a certain point and you're invested and, You know, when I say that, like, I think that when you're in a relationship with somebody and, you know, you own a house together or you have kids together, you share a dog or like whatever, you have like these big things that you share together and then you come out of that. Like, I just feel that there's like definitely, I don't want to say emptiness, but like probably this vision of what you had, like what I thought what my life looked like five years ago, like if I was to go back in time and look at Amanda And be like, okay, you know what? This is where I'm at with my goals. This is where I didn't see that on the radar. And now to sort of live my life now thinking about like, okay, well, what does that look like? It's kind of an interesting and really fun time because I get to rebuild sort of my non-negotiables for what I look like or what I'm looking for in a future partner. But I also think that it just is a really good time. Like I haven't been alone in my life for a very long time because I've always been like, you know, getting married, I think pretty, pretty young and like having kids, like I've always had people around me and it's a really interesting time to be able to sort of set like all of these new intentions and like goals and what it looks like for you to think about like what future partners are going to look like. So that's a really, really exciting time. But it also is a really sad time at the same time because you have this relationship that has ended and I think that, you know, you have so much time that's invested into that and there's definitely been questionable times that I've thought to myself, like, why didn't that work? I really thought, like, this is where I'm at, like, where, and you go back and you start retracting all of that stuff and... Although we are talking about love languages today, because I swear we're going to get to that part, but I do think that it's important to sort of share like where everybody's at and like what their version of relationships look like. Like I'm okay with being alone. Like I think there's so many people that are fearful of that, that are very intimidated about being alone and spending time with themselves where I look at it and I'm like, you know what, like... 2023 for me is going to be such a great year for me to be able to work on, you know, myself and like being able to like identify like what all this stuff is so that if you move into like the next relationship, that you're prepared, that you understand like what's going on. So I'm so good and I'm so happy. And I honestly, I have realized over the past year or 18 months of my reflection about how much of your girl Amanda was actually lost because she wasn't able to shine through. And I say this in the most like respectful way. It wasn't because somebody was like holding me back. I think it was like the relationship and there's just like things there. And now, you know, and like, it wasn't really living in the true version of myself. So I'm here for it. 2023. So now I'm here. I'm a mom of three. I'm an entrepreneur and I have a very busy business, a work life, and I'm obviously single with not a freaking clue as to how to even tackle the waters of online dating. Like the horror. I want to talk a little bit about this before we get into the love languages, because guys, honestly, it's a WTF moment for myself. Seriously. I have... I had met my ex when I was around, like in my very early twenties. And prior to that, I had literally dated a handful of people because I was so busy working all of the time in bartending. I've, you know, mentioned this before, like I was always such a hustler when I was growing up, like I worked a lot of jobs, I had to pay for myself to go through school. I didn't have a lot of time for dating. Like I just didn't do that. And because I think I was bartending a lot of the time too, like it was very difficult for me to be able to be like, Hey, do you want to, well, like, when do you want to go out? Like, do you want to meet me at the, Like it just wasn't, it wasn't that thing. So I ended up, I would like, I've had a handful of serious relationships, very, very limited. And met my ex very young. And so I feel like now I have zero experience when it comes to dating like zero and I am a giant nerd and I would rather pass up online dating like the app for a new book because I just don't I just it's I just find it very difficult to invest that amount of time into an app that you have to meet people through and I know that that's a really bad attitude but I'm just gonna let me explain so I'm on my boat, which i love to do in the summertime and I'm with my girlfriends and a lot of my girlfriends are, you know, they're obviously married. We've had kids, like we're in that age bracket. So they're like, Hey, have you tried online dating? I'm like, no, I haven't. So we got myself obviously registered for the online dating. This is like, I want to say like er, late summer, early fall. And reputable dating, like online dating site, it's for working professionals. So I'm not going to name drop what it is, but we get myself all registered. And that is amazing. So I sign up and all my married friends, like they want to know what the experience is like. They want to know. And I'm going to tell you for all of those, like for all you guys like have not experienced online dating for me, I want to describe it as like a freaking gong show. And I know that I'm super biased here, but I just don't know. Like there is zero consistency there is zero transparency and zero character as to what I'm looking for and I just don't get it like and I know that people are very successful with this and I understand that like online dating it's like a thing for some people like that's what they that's what they like to do but there's so there's so many problems that I have with it partly because I am so out of touch with dating like so out of touch i don't even know what i'm freaking doing and this online dating thing like you have to text people and like message them and they're like what is the ootd i had to look that up guys by the way ootd like i i was like what 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 is what is your <laughs> your outfit of the day. I have to message people what my outfit of the day, like, I don't have time for that. I don't like I'm running, I'm running a business over here. Like I'm mom and three kids. I'm raising humans in the world. Like I just don't have time to take a picture and send it to my crush every day on what I'm wearing. And you know, maybe you have time for that, but like I'm the girl that was diving with sharks. Like I don't have time for outfit of the day. I just don't. So for those of you that do, I respect you that that is great, but I, I will not be engaging in that. That is definitely not. And you want to know what else too, like just because I'm on a big rant here, you know what else I don't have time for? I don't have time for the text messages to be hit up by these guys in particular. They're asking me to invest in crypto. I don't know what's going on on the dating world. Like, I don't know if it's my age bracket. And I've even like, changed like my age of like where and like where it was drawing from. Cause like, you know, you can like get your city or you can like expand. And I'm like, I, I'm pretty much like, I'm, I'm all the way through to like, I'm expanded all the way to like Africa. Like it's pretty far, like my range. And like the amount of people that are asking me, like they'll like you, you're you going to message people and it's like, hey, hey. And then there's like exchange and then you get like, I swear, 10 text messages or whatever, 10 messages in. And then people and it's happened like it's happened a substantial amount of times where these guys are asking they're they're asking you to invest in crypto. Now, I'm not a stockbroker. And I'm gonna tell you, but like I'm looking at these people, like, but I, but I know a little bit about like the stock markets and crypto, and and I I I do I have invested in crypto before, and like the thing is too is that I'm like this is like some dark stuff that's going on here. Like, what are these guys doing? They're like pressuring these women to like invest, and I'm just like I don't get it. I I don't understand. So there's the crypto people, they're over there. So unsubscribe to all of that, and then the next. Cause I'm still on a rant here. The next draw was talking to a person for like over 30 days, which I feel like is a long time in the online dating world. And you know, I could be different again. I'm just running off of like a three month membership, which by the way, like I've completely unsubscribed from. So yeah, 30 days in we're talking and we agree to meet at a certain point in the city to have a coffee, like during the middle of the day. And you know, want to want to know what happens. You want to know what happens is I get stood up like I get and I. I don't think I've ever been stood up in my life and I don't think I've ever stood anybody else up in my life. And especially when you agree to like doing stuff. So that was like the final straw for me. I'm like, you know what? Like, I just don't know. I don't know what people are doing on these things. Like it's a whole bunch of wasting time. So, and I feel like guys, I'm one of the strongest, like toughest females out there like i have gone through literally like like hell and back again over the past year and my confidence i feel is like i am i'm your girl like i'll walk into a room i feel super confident a hundred percent most days like i can't imagine what these dating apps do to anyone short on confidence you may as well order up yourself a therapist at the same time so anybody that would like to share any other thoughts on online dating please feel free to drop me a message, DM me, let me know what the heck I am doing wrong. But I don't know about the online dating. It's like, a. it's like, I want to describe it to my married friends is like, somebody like a circus monkey has taken a rocket ship to planet Zyborg. And the Zyberites that live there are operating like with a puppet master, the online dating, like it's just, it's, it's a freak show. It's a freak show. And I'm just can't sign up for it. So that's where we're at with the online dating. And it's not for me. So why am I sharing this? Honestly, because I think it's really funny. And I'm a hundred percent good. And for me, I'm single this year and it's such a big year. I don't even have time to date anyway. So it's all good, but online dating, it's another, it's like a portal to another world. So if you wanted to ever experience what it's a gong show is like operated by a bunch of monkeys at the circus, then please go and figure that out. And online dating is definitely a way to go. So, and that's just me. And I know a lot of other people out there have been super successful online and that's cool. And I have a lot of respect for you and I hope that you are definitely happily ever after and live with like, you know, so much love and happiness in your world. It's just not for me. And I unsubscribe faster to that than running into a 50% off product line at Sephora. So here's to all of the books that I'm gonna read and the new countries that I'm about to explore and the a massive amount of gin videos and CrossFit videos that I'm gonna make in replacement of wasting countless hours online. Stay fierce, people, for anybody that is embracing dating at this time. But that's enough about my love life and obviously the deep amount of therapy and work that needs to be done. I have talked so much about manifestation boards and I do actually have one for a relationship and or like I feel like partner relationship, but like what you're trying to manifest in in your life through a relationship. I did, by the way, guys, I read like a ton of books every single month. Like I'm always reading and I try to average myself out like at least a book a week. I listen to tons of podcasts. Like I'm always, always reading. So I did read recently and I always try to put up on our blog, on our website, all the books that I'm currently reading. I know a lot of people have asked me, but, and I'll be all over the place with the books. A lot of it to do is to do with, um, I would say there's a lot of personal development and like fitness stuff that's up there. There's a lot of design books, but I did recently read this really funny book. It's called, um, it's a great book. It's not just funny, but it's, it's quirky and funny and business and like just babe vibes, but it's boss bitch by Christine Quinn. So for those of you guys who do not know who Christine Quinn is, She is one of the celebrity real estate agents that is on Selling Sunset, which is, I believe it's a show that's on Netflix. I don't know if it's on another, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I don't know if it's like on another platform or channel, but I was watching it on Netflix and she is the person that you love to hate on that show. I feel like she's like, you know, definitely causes a little bit of drama, which is super fun. Super fun. She's definitely got a very saucy attitude. So she released this book, it's Boss Bitch, and I love it. And the interesting enough about her is that she's actually a bit of a hustler, like a a huge hustler, and she's definitely an underdog in the story. Like she grew up with just a very similar background to, you know, myself where there's like a lot of hardship and like in her childhood and wasn't raised with, you know, like a ton of money. And, um, and now she's just like this very, very successful entrepreneur. And I love that. So she talks about in her book, she talks about creating a board specifically on relationships and what her manifestation is. And like, I was like always of the intention I'm like, okay, well I'm going to set like some pretty, pretty, you know, good goals here. And now like my goals for like relationship are so detailed. They're in such great detail and it hangs in my bathroom for any like, any knight that is ready to claim the next throne. But it's a masterpiece, if I do say so myself, and it digs really deep on specifics like how he acts, how he dresses, how he manages his finances. His work life, his travel preferences, his vehicle, the way that he treats his family, what he looks like, how he touches my back when we're out, how he surprises me, and so on and so on. And you get the point. It gets very detailed. And if even if you want to get more specific, like you can paste up pictures and get all kinds of details. I don't actually have a picture of somebody. But anyways, in her book, Boss Bitch, it's so great. She's like really deep into the manifestation and it's... um. I believe her better half is called Christian and that's how she talks about how she met Christian and like that was her draw and they're like a really cute couple and they have a little baby and anyways it's it's really cute and I love it and she's just like girl no you need to get real specific about like what are you trying to attract in your life and she's gone through like her book does talk about too like she dated a couple of people that really weren't like the perfect match for her, but she was in a relationship and she'll talk about that. And I don't want to like spoil the book for you, but it's really good, especially for you people, ladies, gents that are out there that are looking to attract a certain type. And you know, you want to get really specific. And honestly, like You need to manifest this. You need to write it down. You need to get to the qualities that you're looking for in a partner, like all the details, big or small. It's not shallow. It's freaking shit. If you're thinking about settling for an option, settling, guys, is unsettling. So take that from advice for my girl, Christine. If we look at our celebrities that are out there, look at Kim Kardashian. Honestly, she's what? Going on to, if she does, it would be like she's been married like four times. And I bet you if Kim was manifesting some good old qualities in her men, then she would probably have not pictured Kanye up there. I'm just saying. Opening his mouth every three minutes and puking up all the drama from their personal lives. So get aboard, get manifesting and get detailed and stop settling just because like get the off the online dating. Honestly, I think that if people were just like unsubscribed a little bit to the online dating and actually went out and talked to other human beings, I'm just saying like, let's bring back like the early 2000s because I think that that was probably the way to go. Like where do you actually go and you communicate with another human being in front of you? You can figure out pretty quickly if that's a like a match for you or not. I think standing behind a lot of these text messages and like, you know, app messaging systems, like it's just so shallow. I feel like sometimes like it's not like what they look like. That's not actually what they say that they're going to do, what their goals are. Like I feel in five minutes of me meeting you, I can figure out if it's like, like that's all you need. You need five minutes. I just need five minutes to figure that out in like face to face. I'm such a like person that can read people, but I don't have time to go on there and like message back and forth. And like, I honestly, if one more person asks me what my favorite color is, like, it's just, I can't, I cannot. So get a board, get manifesting and get some traveling in, get some like, People that you want to go meet out at a coffee shop, and even if you are dating somebody, like, go sit down with your person. Like, go sit down, put your phone away, and actually have a conversation in front of them. Because I think that you're going to get so much more better connection out of that than what it is sitting behind your phone. So, who is excited for Valentine's Day, which is just around the corner. And sweet things are happening for so many of you love bugs out there in terms of shopping, getting some flowers, candy, all the good stuff. If you're moms, then you know that you're going to be packaging up all of the Valentine's Day, like my kids are a little bit older, but like we used to do this all the time where you like put the little, you tape on all the little stickers and like do that and you have to write out all the cards. And if your kids are in like kindergarten, you got to write out all those cards and do all that. But anyways, it's so cute. I love it. There's always like these little things and I love like the little Valentine's days that they put at school. And anyway, so I'm so excited the sweet things are happening and who doesn't like love I feel like every month on the calendar presents like a new opportunity for me and candy and there are no complaints for me here so it's all for love and I'm here for it do you like if, if you guys love candy honestly like I love candy I love chocolate and any excuse to eat it is a favorite thing for me to do But in all seriousness, though, I know that we've had a little bit of a chuckle about Amanda's non-existent dating life and how she's unsubscribed to every online application that's out there. But also, also in seriousness, I do feel, and this was a great little video blog that Mel Robbins had just recently posted, but she was talking about what people are really looking for in a relationship and it really hit me I was like yes this actually makes so much more sense the biggest thing that people the biggest like I think attributes or like qualities that people are looking for in regards to love so the biggest things that people most people are looking for is to feel valued and understood and it's really just those things. It's very simple. Most of us are trying to look for love in all the wrong places for all the wrong, you know, things. But as human beings, we really just want to feel understood and valued. And if we feel like we're understood and valued, then we feel like that is an expression of love. So it doesn't take much to sort of move the needle on love if you think about it that way. And I feel even if you do have a partner, if you're looking for a partner to be able to feel understood and valued is something that all of us as human beings really, really, really look for. I know for myself. So I think that if you're going to be Valentine's less, this year then know guys that you are valued as a person and i'm sure that the person that is waiting for you just around the next turn of events or after you complete those manifestation boards and read that book that's by boss bitch by christine quinn i know that you're going to be connected to somebody so heads up to this friday we are dropping a new podcast on love affirmations which is so cute and for those of you who are still searching for your soulmate of life, that will be some really good stuff to listen to on repeat to attract in 2023, the soulmate of your dreams. But no, in all honesty, though, the biggest thing that people are looking for is to be understood and to be valued. And I feel like that's the way that we give love and that's how we receive love. So interesting enough, I actually, cause we're going to dive into what we're actually meant to be talking about on this podcast, which is love languages. A few years ago, I went to a really great conference. If you have never attended a Tony Robbins conference, highly recommend. They're very expensive, but very, very worth the investment um, return. So I know with Tony Robbins, like, and a lot of them, like you have to sort of to travel too. But anyways, went to this event. It was really great. One of the guest speakers that what was at Tony Robbins conventions was... A gentleman by the name of Gary Chapman. So, Dr. Gary Chapman, for those of you who don't know, He has, um, best known for his concepts on the five love languages. So he wrote a book. It's a great book. It's totally worth the read. Again, if you're looking, you can take the love language quiz, which I highly recommend to do. You can take it with your partner. You can also take it for your kids. You can take it with, um, I think coworkers and stuff like that too. Like there's all different and like, you know, relatives, it doesn't have to be specifically to your love partner. Um, But anyways, five different love languages and Dr. Gary Chapman has written this book. It's amazing. I did this test quiz years ago, like when I was married. And it's interesting because I actually retook the test and I've changed a little. I like I've changed a little bit. So the five love languages that are um, that through his concepts of what he believes that are, are. Number one is words of affirmation number two is quality time, number three is receiving gifts, number four is acts of service, and number five is physical touch. So each of these languages is enjoyed to some degree by all people. One person will usually speak one primary language, but all are important and can be ranked after taking the love language quiz. So head up to again, the website, you can literally Google it, love language quiz, and um, it'll pop up there. It's really, really worth it. By recognizing another person's love language, you can act in ways that they feel loved, or you can better understand their actions as acts of love, right? So you can also better understand your own needs too. If You have ever told someone you love them for being and have been exasperated by his or her response that they had wished that you would just like hug or kiss them more. That means that you're speaking words of affirmation for your love language, but your recipient like understands love in physical touch language. So it's really, really important to understand like where you are, like what's your love language, what's your partner's love language, because you get it a little bit more. Like other examples would be like if you've ever seen received a really like lavish gift from someone, but you had wished that they had just spent the afternoon with you instead, that would mean that you're speaking like quality time, love language, but your receiver gave you the love language and receive gifts as a love language. So love conflicts, like obviously you want to resolve them. A simple bit of knowledge and mindfulness about a person's love language can help you communicate better and it can also strengthen your relationships. I highly recommend this like book and for anyone that's looking to improve any type of relationship and by the way, it also works for understanding your children and I assume close friends, although I haven't tried it, but like I would definitely try this on like my best friend. Um, and definitely, I love the idea of like doing this with your kids because it under like they definitely understand, or it allows you to understand them a little bit better. I want to point out too, that I did do this test or quiz when I was married and in a relationship. And I've since, I recently just redid it last week because, and I knew, and I've always been acts of affirmation. That's for me. It's how you're going to get me every single time. Um, But for me right now, I'm actually split between acts of affirmation and receiving gifts. I'm like, it's almost 50-50. So recently, as of like this past weekend, like I said, I retook the test and I completed it. When I was married, I feel like gifts were not important or even like on kind of the radar. Like I feel like the affirmations would have been more important to me. But surprise, it's your new girl here, Amanda. And, you you know, I'll, I'll take a gift. And maybe it's my girl, Christine Quinn, that was influencing a little bit of that. But it doesn't have to be like this high dollar value associated gift. Like it doesn't have to be something that's super lavish. Like for me, I love it. Honestly, when my kids bring me home painted rocks, it makes my heart so happy. I do not want to have painted rocks from my new partner. But I will say that I think it's the thought and idea of a concept of a gift that somebody was thinking about me. I love, I, I just love it. I think it's like the sweetest thing that people can do. And the affirmations I think are, I don't know. I just, I think that those are obviously, I feel like I'm, because I'm such a strong female, I think when people cheer me on or tell me that I'm doing a good job, it just, it that's like you're speaking my love for me. And I just, I love it. I, I at Christmas time, my kids, my kids, my youngest she made me this handmade coupon book for my present and honestly i thought it was the cutest little present i i, I literally cried it was a coupon for like a little nail day or clean the kitchen and so on and so on and i love that i think that it was like such a cute cute little thing to do and um it was really really special to me so i think that those receiving gifts like again for me it could be something that's not like super lavish but go and take the test, figure out what love language you are. I think that when you have a deeper understanding of that, you really have a connection too, because it makes you realize, like, Oh, like, that's what I like. And it's also like a way for you to communicate that with your partner so that they understand, because a lot of times people are in the dark, like they don't know where it's just like, I don't know, like it's like Valentine's Day, right? Like we're all like getting flowers, but sometimes people don't like getting that. Sometimes people really, really like it. Like they would have more value in something else. So I'm telling you guys, if you want to really, really impress your ladies this year, go figure out, take the love language quiz and understand what love language they're speaking to you so that you can really score some really good points. I'm just saying. It's your girl, Amanda. And I feel like you're going to get some really good stuff if you can understand love languages just a little bit better. Okay, guys. So I think that everybody knows, go online, go figure out what this love language quiz is all about. Like I said, I definitely think that is a really great way to strengthen your relationship. People grow closer when they choose to constantly speak each other's love languages. For better understanding of any of the love language and, you know, what that looks like, I definitely go online, go check it out. And if you can, go read the book because I definitely find that it's very helpful and it was definitely a reread for me and honestly i've seen gary chapman live at this conference with tony robbins he's like so cute i love um i love his whole concept and the whole philosophy on his like approach to the love languages so it's great and definitely makes you understand a little bit more and since i have recently changed my status symbol for relationship i definitely have changed a little bit too so it was interesting even just to like retest that I did like manage to get some really good information. I, I did most men's love language. Interesting enough is actually acts of physical touch men, especially over 45 and over are much more likely. I don't even know why that makes sense to 45 and over. I I don't know how that stat makes sense. I'm going to say, I'm going to generalize that and just say most men, I'm not going to say most men, like the idea of physical touch as their love language, as opposed to women. So men like the physical touch, and it's the top way that they prefer to receive love. It's not for all men, but I think it's something like, I think the stat was like something like 80% of men. So it's not all men, but I don't know about the 45 and over because I'm going to say like, I'm going to say like anybody 30 and over, it doesn't have to be 45. I think that 45 is a little like that's aging out a little bit. That's that seems a little unrealistic. The easiest love language is acts of affirmation. I mean, who does not, all it takes is for you to cheer somebody on. All you need to do is speak some encouraging, kind and humble words into a person's life to see the benefits of it. You speak affirmation to somebody. That's their love language. And you will keep their love tanks full. So for anybody out there, if that is your partner's love language, it's a very, very easy way to keep that interest, like that love alive, because all it requires is just like some cheering on. The most common love language for women, which didn't even register on my radar, so was acts of quality time. So a love language preferred by most women I think it's about 38% of women. It's 30. I would say it's 38 to 45% of women that are in the 30 to 45 age bracket. And I think where they're pulling these stats to is that it was the stats that were taken for the amount of people that were doing. Like it was the amount of people doing these tests and what they're aging out at. So for, again, just to look back. So for women, 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 Their more preferred love language was acts of quality time. It kind of makes sense, right? Like you definitely, I feel feel like I hear my girlfriends complain about that a lot. He never spends time with me. I just want to cuddle. I just want to do this. I want to do that. Honestly, it didn't even register on the radar for me. I'm like affirmation and give me some gifts and you've got my attention. So I'm pretty simple. But anyways, quality time. A lot of women are looking for that. And especially when it is their preferred way to receive love so the most least common love language is acts of service and acts of gifts. So those are the two least preferred love languages. Um they're only ranked at about 13% of people and receiving gifts is even lower than that. Younger men and women were more likely to perf- per- like prefer gifts than older men and women. And again for me it was I actually ranked it acts Acts of gifts and acts of affirmation for me, it, they were almost like one was like 49 and the other one was like 50. So they were almost like equal to me. But again, for me, it's not necessarily like a lavish gift. I think that it's more gifts of just thoughtfulness. So it's like a deeply connected, something that for me, I'm like, oh, they were really thinking about me. That was really special to that. So it, it depends on what type of gift it is. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a lavish gift, but I wouldn't say no to those either but those are definitely the most, um, uncommon. So again, just to go over that again, men, what are they looking for? Physical touch. Women are looking for acts of quality time and the least on the radar are acts of service or acts of gifts. But who's going to say no to that anyways, because who does not love it when people do things for them or when they're giving them a gift? I mean, these are all things, but Those are generalized. So if you know your love language and you know your partner's love language, you will be able to better understand them, connect with them and really appreciate the wonders of love. And you know that I am like, I'm, you know, that I'm such a mystery. And even when I'm looking up these details and making some notes on this podcast, I'm kind of shocked. I had no idea that like Physical touch and men, but it makes sense. I feel with the quality time women, I'm like, huh, that makes sense too. I hope that you guys are able to find your partner's love language this, this Valentine's Day. I hope it's filled with love and manifesting that new partner in your life if you're Valentine's less. And of course, keeping candy and everything super sweet in order i hope that you guys have enjoyed this podcast make sure that you go figure out what your love language is it's all available online or even better yet read the book love languages by dr gary chapman if you google it i will post uh the love language quids in the podcast notes but if you can you can always google it as well and i hope that that helps you have a better relationship and deeper understanding to your partner stay in love guys and happy valentine Day. that is a wrap for this episode guys thank you so much for tuning in to the creative influencer show i hope you have gained some inspiration today and you have left with your heart and your mind a little fuller i love using this platform to chat inspire and discuss everything that lights my freaking heart on fire A huge favor though for your girl, Amanda here. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to the channel and share with two of your friends. Tag them on social media and tag us. Creating content for this platform is what brings me so much freaking joy, guys. You have no idea but I want to grow and I want to share these growth mindset concepts with everyone. So I can't do that without your help. So please share, comment and spread the love. Until next time, guys, may you find gratitude in every day, live your life to the fullest and be courageous enough to conquer the world.